Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlaughn, and here is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Chaldone. Hello there, sir. Good day to you. How are we doing? Good? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're in fall. Things are nice. Can't complain. You know, I had a really nice situation the other day. We're taping some shows out east, you know, on the east end of Long Island. Mm -hmm. So I decided to stay over, and I stayed at the retreat house, Cor Maria, which okay. is out in Santa Barbara. It was like a little retreat for me. It was wonderful. That's good. You need you need breaks. You you are one of the hardest working people I know. You were constantly on the go. Yeah, and I was taping. I was taping all day, but it was nice. Like at the end of the day, go to the retreat house. Quiet, beautiful. It was really great. My, mm -hmm. my crew, they, they came over. We had dinner together. Then they all went out and stuff. And they had fun god bless him uh, <laughs> i was just happy to just sit there and be peaceful and, and, and wow it's great be contemplative over what happened during the day yeah well just be able to say some prayers for everybody and just mm -hmm. spend some time relaxing in this beautiful place this setting is not bad if you're in sag harbor <laughs> new york ever go see this place Cor Maria. it sneaks around you don't even know it's there and it's literally sheldon it's literally like you know four houses down from billy joel's house it's so oh <laughs> that's why you were really there to get close to fame yeah, i saw my way <laughs> to him anyway but you know it's funny it's just a funny thing how it goes i think prayer though is such an important part of our lives and that's what we're looking mm -hmm. at on religion and rock it's our relationship with god it's how god works in our life and that's such an important way for us to have that kind of friendship and that knowledge of god that we feel like we can turn and we can relax and we can ask god for help that's what we're looking at on religion and rock today that's what it's all about i think in all of our lives we've all turned to prayer at different times sometimes we kind of feel guilty right mm -hmm. well that's what it is it's usually you know everybody turns to prayer when you have a problem. It's very rare that you just wake up in the morning and just say thank you or I'm happy and thank you for letting me be happy. Uh, we turn to it in times of crisis. And uh, what's funny is we've all been taught to pray at some point when we were little or whether it's the Our Father, the Hail Mary, uh, whatever prayers might be, you know, typical to your to, to your faith. But uh, we've all learned how to do it. And then we forget to pray until we really kind of are down in the dumps. And it's a shame because it's nice just to be able to say, hey, thank you. Thank now you for the nice day. Now, you're speaking from the common man perspective. Yes, I am speaking from. But I mean, you know, like for me, of course, this is every well, day. It's what I do. I yes. wake up, and I'm kind of sensitized to God in my life. So I kind of feel like I kind of really feel in that. And that's kind of like a beautiful way to kind of live my life. It's kind of, I've always said over the years, you know, because we've been doing this show so darn long, you know, <laughs> color TV and black and white TV, you know, black and white TV now, but even HD or regular, you mm -hmm. know, it's much more vibrant. Life is much more vibrant. Life has a lot more nuances when you have faith. Because mm -hmm. a lot of stuff makes sense that doesn't make sense. And I think that's such an important thing for all of us to develop because a lot of life doesn't make sense. So this kind of helps us to trust in God. And it's mm -hmm. not like God is, you know, the puppeteer running everything, <laughs> but it's about recognizing that he's with us in our lives. And that's such an important thing for us. No, and I, I always am reminded of what you, what you said, the gumball God. You, yeah. put the, you put the money in, you make the prayer, you get the prize out. And that's not how it works. It's definitely not how it works. And we've all learned that from example, because uh, we kind of expect, well, why, wait a minute, I prayed for this. I want to win lotto. <laughs> so and does I, everybody else. <laughs> I remember a kid asking me one to pray for him for the regents. I said, oh, yeah, I'll pray that you pass, that you do well. He goes, yeah. I said, did you study? He goes, no. <laughs> well, you know, you're looking for a miracle. I don't do miracles. So it's all about prayer and religion and rock today. We're taking a look at that relationship with God to start us off. This is Journey Anyway You Want on it.
journey any way you want it. Well, that's the truth of our prayer life. It can be different. It can vary. It doesn't always have to be the same. I think a lot of us kind of get into a routine, don't we, with our prayer life and say, well, the way we've always done it is this way. The way we always, uh, you know, pray is by being quiet or by praying the Our Father or by praying the Hail Mary. Sometimes it's good about changing it up. Sometimes it's that new vision that we can bring to prayer that helps us to grow and better understand God's place in our lives, you know. So, yeah, think about changing it up. Even going to Mass is that change every week for us that keeps us fresh in our prayer life. I think that's all part of this. You know, we invest so much in different things. I mean, if you think about it on a very simple level, like we don't eat the same thing every day, right? We don't have peanut butter and jelly for lunch and macaroni and cheese for dinner. You know, we, we bounce around. We have different things. I think prayer, which is so much um, nourishment for us spiritually, is the same thing. We have to vary it. We have to vary the diet, if you will, and kind of help it to grow and, and develop. So that's an important reality for us as we think about prayer. The good way to start, think about that varied kind of prayer life that keeps it interesting and helps our relationship with God to grow and have different dimensions. Here's the Black Crows. It's called By Your Side.
crows by your side. That's another part of this uh, dimension of prayer, to recognize that God is with us, that God walks with us. Now, you've all heard the footprints prayer, right? I've seen it on a lot of prayer cards at wake services sometimes, too, uh, like a memorial card will have that on it. The whole idea of, you know, Jesus walking with somebody along the beach, and he says, see, I walked with you through your whole life. You see the two sets of footprints? And then there's only only one set of footprints at one point. And the guy says, well, where were you there? He goes, oh, that was the time I was carrying you. You know, the fact that God is with us all the time in our lives is such an important thing. And you and I are challenged to recognize that, to understand and see where God continues to walk with us. It's not always easy to discover that, but that's part of the reality. And if you take a look around maybe today, if you spend a moment in silence, you look around, maybe you see him there. Maybe you see him there in the midst of struggle. Maybe you see him there in the midst of joy and you realize, hey, wait a minute, I'm not alone here. There's a That's a great, con- I think, conciliation for us. When you see that, it feels so good to recognize that we're not alone and that helps us through every moment of our lives, especially the tough ones, at least for me. Hey, here's Eric Clapton. This is called Tears in Heaven.
This song is kind of an odd song for me because it's a reminder literally of the tragic loss Eric Clapton had in his life of his son. Most songs remind me of other things, you know, but this song is so personal that it just reminds me of that tragic loss when his son fell out of the window in Manhattan in this skyscraper apartment and was killed, sadly, his little baby. You know, there's something about that that, I don't know, sometimes these moments happen in our lives, we never quite forget them. I had a moment uh, a couple of weeks ago with a, a young guy, 32, who was passing away from um, colorectal cancer. And just spending this time with Chris, I don't know, somehow, you know, it just is glued into my head. It's just the way it is. I pray for him all the time, and I think about it. You know, I'm not going to ever forget this guy. It just kind of gets glued in there. Eric Clapton's son, you know, did we know him? We didn't really know him, right? But we always remember that loss. There's certainly an understanding about that, that you say, yes, sometimes people kind of interface with us and that moment of prayer that moment of sadness solidifies in our hearts and we just become these people are so committed to keeping them in our hearts and in our prayers even if we don't know them we continue to pray for them that's the beauty of prayer it brings us all closer together here's you too this is called gloria
You too, Gloria. Gloria in Excelsis Deo. Glory to God in the highest is the refrain to that song. Interesting, because, you know, you 2 started as a Christian band years and years and years and years ago. But interesting, a lot of their songs continue to um, inspire. They continue to bring themes in that are prayerful and beautiful. They have a Psalm 40. They have a song called 40, which is written after Psalm 40. Um, always, They used to always end their concerts with that song. Interesting, because in our lives, you know, we also are called to incorporate our faith into our work, into our gifts, into our art, if you will, that God has given us. So that's an important thing to be able to do in our lives, to say, well, how am I bringing God to school? How am I bringing God to the marketplace, to the boat, to the car? How am I bringing God's presence in my life with me? I think that's the, the payoff of prayer, right? So prayer might be, you know, just private between me and God. It might be just with me and the church, with other people going to Mass. But how is it playing out every day of the week? That's an important thing, because it's a waste unless it's put into action somehow, right? The letter of James says that. Now, what good is it to have faith if you don't have good works? That's the bottom line. So we have to try to balance that in our lives and try to figure out, you know, how prayer goes into action for you and for me. It's different for each of us, but we have to kind of figure that out. Hey, I'm Monsignor Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about prayer today. Here's Aerosmith, Holding My Soul. I'm down a one-way street with a one-night stand with a one-track mind out of no man's land. Punishment sometimes don't seem to fit the crime Yeah, there's a hole in my soul The one thing I learned For every love letter written There's another one burned So you tell me how it's gonna be this time
We've been playing this song a long time, Aerosmith, Hold In My Soul. It's such a beautiful song. It kind of reminds me of how we all are. You know, we're a little bit unfulfilled all the time. How do we ever figure this out? You know, we have this unfulfilled part of our lives. How do we feel fulfilled? How do we work through this? I think that's part of our lives that we have to look at. There's a hole that needs filling. How do we fill it? And I think that's an important thing to see. Sometimes we fill it with other stuff that's not healthy, right? We fill it with alcohol. We fill it with food. We fill it with lots of stuff, right? Drugs, whatever it is, negativity. But that hole in our soul, I always tell people it's cross-shaped. So it only really fits with God. You know, that's what fills the leak, if you will, in our lives. And that prayer in our life, that commitment to prayer, brings a sense of wholeness that we never knew before. Try it and you'll see, it's an amazing thing. I think there's something about that that's such an important um, important thing to see and such an important thing for you and for me to understand. And I think that really that really changes everything in the end. Hey, I was with the lead singer from this band the other day. It's great to see him again. This is Zebra, Who's Behind the Door?
Long Island in Adventureland with the Helping Hands Foundation. The family that owns Adventureland has this great foundation. And Randy Jackson was there performing. So I got to see him after a long time. A guy who's found a lot of faith in his life, who's kind of come through uh, beautifully in his life, still sings beautifully. Who's behind the door? That's part of that mystical and mysterious part of prayer, right? We don't know God directly on this planet as a person, right? We have these feelings and these emotions and these moments where we know God's there and he speaks to us, but you're not going to give him a call and go to his house necessarily. We call the church God's house, and it is, right? It's the place where we find God intensely, but the reality is that, no, there's lots of places we can find God. There's lots of places that we can experience God, and sometimes it's that gift of the water. It's sometimes it's the gift of the forest. Sometimes it's the gift of our house, right, or the gift of our car, whatever it is, these moments where God pops in. We're called to recognize that, that there's this kind of mysterious door, and that mysterious door opens sometimes and we get to see that presence of God and know that presence of God. That's truly inspirational and that's the stuff that urges us on to live good lives. Here's Boston, something about you.
as Boston, something about you. You know, that's important, too, to see that sometimes in our lives we meet people who kind of point us to God, right? You get a sense of holiness in somebody, and all of a sudden there's this experience that, wow, I'm in the presence of holiness. Now, I've I've been blessed in my life to meet two of the last three popes that we've had. I've met Pope Francis. I met Pope John Paul II, who's now a saint. So uh, those experiences, like when, when I remember being with them, there's something about them. That charism that they have, the charisma, just points back to God, that there's something holy there. Mother Teresa had that same thing, pointing back to God. But now and then... There are people in our lives who point us back to God. I would say one in my life is Sister Rose Toronto, who was my assistant for so many years. She's home with God now. But I still experience that presence that she kind of point us to God, something about her. And she just kind of was a holy, holy lady and just kind of figured that out right away when you met her. That's something that's really beautiful in our lives. God puts these people in our lives to inspire us. The saints that get named and are famous, you know, in the life of the faith, but also the ones that never get named. But the people we bunk into say, you know, there's another way here. There's this holy way that really could change your life. That's something worth thinking about. Hey, here's Queensryche. This is called Silent Lucidity. We're 
lucidity Right, silent lucidity. Boy, I remember the first time I played that song way back, way, way back. You know, something about that silence does bring clarity. It's an interesting thing when you think about it. When we just calm down and get quiet, that's how we can a lot of times figure out stuff, right? There's a, there's a, a, a name that we give sometimes to the Blessed Virgin Mary, the untire of knots. Isn't that interesting? The untire of knots. Like our lives get knotted up all the time. And being in the presence and praying to the Blessed Mother helps us to untie the knots. Our lives are full of knots, aren't they, all the time? Sometimes silence gives us clarity, helps the knots to untie, help us to kind of regain ourselves. And there's something good about being able to do that. It's not always easy, but that's part of the challenge for you and for me. Prayer 
Silent prayer helps that. I always tell you, you know, when I'm silent, my ears ring. And that's not just because I've been at a million rock concerts. It's because life is noisy. It's because headphones are noisy. It's because, you know, the ear pods we wear are noisy. And everything around us is about noise. Silence is a good thing because it's a place where God can help us to see clearly and maybe where some of those knots can get untied. Here's John Mellencamp, Hand to Hold On To.
great to know that we don't go through this life alone, isn't it? That we do have hands to hold on to. We have people who help us along. And to me, that's the greatest, greatest gift, I think, in this world, in the life, is that gift of other people, people to love, people to challenge us, and people to walk with us. If you're blessed like I am, you have a couple of people in your life who just walk through life. They take you as you are. They love you as you are. And they just walk you through. Sometimes it's parents, right? Most times it's parents. And it's friends, too. And, and sometimes it's a spouse or it's a child that we walk through life together. There's something really powerful about that, that we stay with one another. And other times in life, it gets intense and we need to be there. I know my dad's 87 years old. And he always says, like, you know, you and I, Jim, that's the way it is, you and I. And it's a great gift for me to be able to give back to him in these later years of his life to be able to walk with him, to be a hand that he can hold on to as he walks through life. Because so many times in my life, he was the hand I held on to. That's the yin and the yang of life, right? That's prayer, that we walk through life with one another. We don't walk through alone. Even when you go to a church, there's that support of other people around us. That's a great source of strength, not judgment, but strength that we're together here and we're in this together. Here's Blues Traveler, All in the Groove.
Blues Traveler, all in the groove. I think that's what this is all about, really. When you draw a line under this this whole show and sum it up, it's about getting in the groove. It's about recognizing that there's this groove to a holy life that recognizes God's presence every day. And you have to look a little bit, but when you start looking and you get used to the rhythm of looking, we find God all around us. And we're no longer feeling alone. We're no longer feeling like unwanted or just left out in the cold. Nope. We have a God who walks with us, who loves us and cares for us, who wants the best for us, who's madly in love with us, calling you and I to holiness. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vaughn, and it's engineered and produced by a man of deep prayer, Stephen Shaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>